Hey, what's up, guys? Before we start the show, I just want to say real quick, I got a new ebook slash hard copy book out right now on Amazon available called 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. It's just uh, all the tips I've gotten this podcast pretty much, some new stuff as well. Put it all in one place for you. So check it out. It's on Amazon. 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. Available on Amazon. All right, let's start the show. And welcome back to episode number four of the Social Skills Lab. I am your host, Nathan Ament. This is where we talk about improving your social skills so you could be a more social person, so you can expand and grow your social circle and develop a fun social life. Last week, we talked about uh, where to meet new people and what what to talk about. Um, I shared how I, um, when I was starting out, I was really into the music scene, and that's how I, I became more social. So. I gave, also gave some ideas of other ways to go out and be more social, some places to go, things to check out. Um, well, since I was into the music scene, that might not necessarily be your bag, but I'd say at least try it out. Or if you don't want to do that, just figure out some other way. Basically, the reason why the social scene, the music scene was so good was because I kept running into the same people over and over again because it was a pretty small scene and uh, that just lends itself to being um you know making better connections with people so any way you can engineer that concept of going to a place where you where you would might where you might run into the same people do that some like so like take up a class or join some type of club i don't know just uh, any way you can figure out to run into the same people over and over and over and over again that would be probably pretty helpful because it just makes it easier to make a stronger connection with someone than just to randomly run into a person one off, which does work. You can do it, but um, I don't know. Maybe you can even take a part-time job somewhere. A lot of people make friends at work. Another good idea for a job is to get a job where you have to socialize. Uh, one of the, I had a job Back when I was like 21, 22, I worked at a, a call center. And I think that's probably where I first started getting forced to socialize a lot more. I had to take all these, just take phone calls all day, incoming phone calls, people trying to redeem their points off their credit cards and stuff like that for like gift cards and stuff like that. And I was just forced to be on the phone and chat with people all day long. I heard like even getting a job like as a bartender or a greeter somewhere that can help a lot. Anything, anything you can do to force yourself. If you're not, if you know you're not going to do it, but you want to do it, maybe just find a way to force yourself <laughs> into some type of position where you're going to have to socialize more. Uh, that's not a bad idea. 
Okay, so we also talked about what to talk about. So on that one, I just basically said to expand your interests as much as possible, learn about all kinds of different things, try new things, take up a hobby, take up several hobbies, because you'll make connections between the things subconsciously and it'll help you talk about interesting things to people. I know uh, myself, I took up, uh, I got interested in art, so I took up uh, oil painting. I took it at uh, the community college, but first I had to take up drawing before I did that. So I don't know. I just got into art for the last 10 years. And then after a while of going to, I really like going to museums. And after a while I was like, you know, like what they say is like, Oh, I could do that. So I was like, yeah, I could do that. Well, I could do something like that at least. I took that up and then, uh, I've been doing some oil painting in the garage. Some stuff's turning out pretty cool. Um, but last weekend I was at a friend's house and I noticed that there's a couple of us over there and I was talking to this girl. She had some paintings up on the wall and I asked her, I was like, Oh, did you do those? She's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh, those look like acrylic. And she's like, yeah. And she knows that I've been painting as well, but I didn't really realize that she had been painting. So we started just talking about painting and I do mostly oil painting. I have done some acrylics, but I mostly do oil. So I was asking her a lot of questions about how she does the acrylics. And the only difference is those are water-based versus oil-based paintings. So I don't know. We ended up talking about it for like 20 or 30 minutes. So that's just a pretty good example, I think, of you know when you expand your interests, you can relate to people on those interests and stuff like that a lot. It just happens. It happens all the time. So this week we're going to be talking about listening skills and being present. If you, I think if you asked 100 people if they are good listeners, 100 people would tell you, yes, they are. And I think that's part of the problem because I would say in my personal experience, I very rarely meet someone who's a good listener. It's uh, maybe one out of 10 people, if that, I find that are actually like really good listeners. It's such an important skill though too, because if you think about it, when you're, when two people are talking or if you know, you're in a group of like three people that are having a conversation, you're going to have, you're going to have one person talking like Theoretically, you're going to have one person talking, one person listening, or you're going to have one person talking and two people listening. So it's one or the other. So if you're going to be talking, then, you know, do your best to be interesting. If you're going to be listening, do your best to be a good listener. It just makes a conversation flow so much better when both people are playing their parts. The other thing about really good listening skills and listening is a skill. So just think of it that way. It's a skill that needs to be honed and improved as much as possible. If you want to be, if you want to improve your social skills, you're going to have to improve your listening skills. The nice thing about improving your listening skills is that it makes socializing like a hundred percent easier. And this is why if I start talking to someone and I tap into something that they like talking about, I'm almost pretty much done for like 10 minutes. 
you can have someone, you can ask the right question to someone. And if you start just listening well, if they, they know you're like interested, like good listening skills shows that you're interested in what they're saying. So if they feel like you're interested, then people just love talking sometimes. Like they'll go off and um, they can talk for like 10 minutes straight. Let me give you an example of this. I was this week, I was working in Oakland. I'm an electronics technician. So I was working on this alarm panel at a security security booth at this parking lot. And there was this, uh, there was this guy there and he was just chilling. He was on his phone and stuff like that, talking to people. And I was working on this alarm panel. I was working on it for a couple hours, but so I was like rewiring all this stuff. And I overheard him talking on the phone how he was excited. He was like super stoked about having his new album come out. So uh, when he got off the phone, I was like, oh, you got, I was like, I heard you say you you have an album coming out. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Uh, so what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a rapper. And I myself, I'm into making music. Um, I've been doing it for a while. I make mostly like electronic music, like that. The intro music and the outro music on this podcast is, is something that I made myself. And so I knew, I knew pretty much that I'd be able to chat up, chat him up about it because you know I like rap music too. So I knew that uh, I had a pretty good sense that oh yeah, we'll be talking about this for a minute. So yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, uh, so what kind of music do you make? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm a rapper. I don't know. He just started talking about it. And I pretty, I pretty much didn't have to say anything for about 10 minutes. I just was actively listening. And man, this guy was, uh, he told me everything about his uh, rap career and his inspirations and his uh, his uh, rap crew. And the and I, I started asking him specifics about the recording. Like, oh yeah, where do you record it at? Do you make your own, do you make your own, uh, music or do you have a music producer you work with so i don't know it's just one of those things too it's like i've i have more expanded interests i could talk about all kinds of things with people but yeah so let me tell you when you're one of the things i do when i'm listening they talk about uh active listening there's a lot of good tips for active listening so i'll do is um you know i'll just like make sure i have really good eye contact I'll just be kind of kickbacked and uh, relaxed body language, but I'll I'll be very attentive and focused on uh, what the person's talking about. I'll try to be completely present with them. I'll kind of just like nod my head here and there to make sure that they <laughs> kind of like uh, nodding, like a slow nod of your head is a really good tip uh, that I use quite a bit. It uh, It kind of just signals... It does signal agreement, but it also kind of just signals, yes, I'm here. I'm I'm still listening as well. And then I'll, you know, I'll just make short comments as they go, as they go along. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, cool, yeah, interesting, huh? You know, I'll just make little because what I've done in the past is I've done none of those things where I don't nod and I don't say anything, and the person will frequently be like, "Do you understand what I'm saying?" So you do have to kind of like give them feedback as they're talking. Yeah, you just do a lot of that. And then uh, the other nice thing about listening a lot and not trying to like come up with something clever to say or as they're talking is they'll give you all kinds of information when they're talking 
and it'll give you different avenues and different roads that your conversation can go on. But you really have to start sensing like the flow of the conversation. Like, should I jump in with this or should I say that? You kind of just, I like, I really like to let it flow naturally. But, but they will tell you all kinds of stuff that uh, is really good stuff to keep talking about. I, heard, I remember hearing the concept of a campfire. So think of a conversation as a campfire where it's like sometimes you'll put in sticks to keep it going and sometimes you'll put in logs. So you don't always have to have like a big juicy like great point to add to the conversation. Sometimes you could just throw little twigs and sticks in there to keep it going. So yeah, I mean, I knew when I asked him about uh, his his record release party and his album coming out, that's basically a log. But you can always like just throw in little uh, sticks and like uh, sticks to keep it going. So yeah, I mean, when some like a lot of times this happens a lot of times when I'll talk to someone, and it doesn't happen every time, but it does happen frequently enough that it's that it's really interesting that you can just ask a couple questions, and if you just tap into something that they're really interested or like to talk about, and then and then you immediately go into yeah, tell me about it. I'm really interested, and I'm going to listen and let you talk. Uh, you can easily find yourself in a 10 minute listening session, <laughs> which is you know most of the time it's cool, but sometimes I don't know. I've noticed with some friends that I've had in the past where they like to talk so much that I'm constantly having to interject so I can say something, or else it's basically going to be three hours of them talking, and like I'm not able to say anything and then i don't know that's just not fun that's not really a conversation it's more of a monologue so i don't know some people that uh, have the gift of gab they're not they're not necessarily they not they don't necessarily have really good social skills because all they do is talk and they don't know how to listen um so just because you talk a lot doesn't necessarily mean um, your social skills are good. You have to learn how to be a good listener. You know, when it's like really two close friends, it should be about 50, 50, you know, percent of one person talking, one person listening. It doesn't have to be exactly that, but you, you get the idea. It shouldn't be like 98% one person talking, 2% the other person talking. But a lot of times when I meet someone new, if they like to talk, I'll let them talk like 80% of the time. I'm I'm fine with that. I don't necessarily, I can, uh, I like to learn something new and usually I can learn something cool or interesting when I just uh, talk to someone new about stuff. I'll give you another tip about uh, active listening. I was, uh, I was working at these uh, clinics and I was working on these copiers and printers and stuff like that. And so sometimes I'd get a call and I'd have to go and deal with a customer. And then, you know, a lot of times I would know that the customer is like kind of uh, difficult. Or if the same fax machine had broken like eight times in the last three months, they're probably going to be pretty pissed off. So, And if it's a combination of the two, um, I was in for a real ride. So I always had like a clipboard with like paper, blank paper on it. So I would take notes on there or whatever. So for example, I would go to, uh, let's just say, I, I remember this one call where I went to and the, the nurse lady, she was... She was really mad. She was like telling me 
this thing just keeps breaking all the time. I'm just so sick of this. <laughs> so I came up with a pretty good technique where I would just, you know, I'd stand there with my, uh, and make sure my arms weren't crossed, I'd keep my arms open, my body language open. I'd focus my attention on them. I would just say, okay, so uh, can you tell me what's been going on recently with it? And they would start talking, and, you know, they were pretty mad. She'd be pretty mad or whatever. And I made it a point to just listen, listen, and then listen, and then listen, and then listen, because I noticed that so many technicians, they would just cut them off, like mid-sentence, and it would just make them more mad. And it, it would happen so much, I'm like, are these people just not understanding that when you cut somebody off, when they're pissed off, that it just makes them more pissed off and it makes your job harder. So why would you do it? It just makes your job more difficult. So I would just let them talk and talk. You know, I'd say most of the time and they would talk for about two or three minutes straight. And that's really not that long. Every once in a while it'd be like five minutes, which can feel like a very long time. And sometimes they would just start repeating themselves. And if they just start repeating themselves, I, I would interject and then try to like, gently cut off and then go into what I was going to say. But if they weren't, you know, I'd usually just let them talk it out because they, by the end they would see that I'm paying attention. And if they're giving me a lot of information, I would just, I would also start writing down on my clipboard, start taking notes. And just by doing that, showing them actively listening, nodding and saying, okay. And then I would also remember this technique. This is very uh, useful. It's called, reflective listening so sometimes you can do reflective listening by restating a couple points or a couple facts that they had stated to you like i would say like okay so it's been making noise and it also um it just won't print this thing or whatever so that's like that's like reflecting uh factual information but you can also use reflective listening for reflecting emotion so i would frequently say something to the effect of uh oh yeah that sounds like that'd be really frustrating and they're like yeah it is <laughs> and that little thing man i'll tell you what that thing works so amazingly well i do it all the time and i and i don't just do it as a technique or a tactic which i did at first because i didn't really understand it but now i do it like when i'm talking to friends and stuff like that I'll reflect back uh, emotions. It really shows, I don't know, it just helps you connect in some weird way. And uh, it's really it's super useful. So I recommend trying it out, just doing it more because uh, it's such a great way. And I'll tell you what, most of the time when a customer is pissed off, uh, within 10 minutes they're like, oh, okay, thank you so much, thank you. You know, They're like thanking me. And I didn't even do anything except listen. So that's... Uh, that's why listening skills are super important. You really want to develop your uh, active listening skills, like you know, slowly nodding, commenting back, and then reflective listening a lot. Open body language, really good eye contact. Make sure you don't have like resting bitch face <laughs> when you're doing your when you're you know being present and stuff like that. So speaking of uh, being present, we're going to talk about being present for a minute. It's very you know closely related to listening. But uh, I think it's a little different or it overlaps in some way. I know that um, when I, one of the th first things I was getting into at the same time of learning social skills, I started 
learning more about Eastern philosophy and Zen. And specifically, I was learning about something called the, the Tao Te Ching. I really, really recommend checking out this guy's audiobook. It's called, I think it's just called the Tao Te Ching. And he also has a second audiobook about Eastern philosophy called The Second Book of the Tao. I'll tell you what, their audiobooks, they're pretty short. They're like two hours long or like an hour long. But I probably listened to them about 30 times. That's like the most I've ever listened to something because I don't know. It just it goes back like 2,000 years, 2,500 years or something. But it's uh, the philosophy behind it. It's really simple. I mean, one of the things was like um, that came from it was a journey of a thousand miles be, begins with a single step or something like that. You know, it's some pretty pretty wise stuff. But uh, I found that a lot of the Eastern Zen stuff was really helpful with social skills. The main one being of just being present with people, just being present in your own life and stuff like that. So I would, uh, I tried meditation. There was this, uh, there was like a, a Buddhist center in West Sacramento. I always drove by it. I'm like, what is that place? Because it, it was just like some big compound. And I Googled it and it was like, I'm like, oh, it's a Buddhist colony. And I noticed on their webpage it said free meditation classes. And I was like, oh yeah, that, that might be cool. I might, I'd like to try meditation. So I signed up for it, and when I got there, dude, it was like, it was so legit. It was like, you know, you go in the compound, and every all these monks are wearing like the old school monk outfits and stuff like that, and you go into this like, this like meditation hall. It was like nice and like dim, and there was like a giant Buddha on one side, and there was like like incense burning and stuff like that, and there was like two monks are like, oh, welcome. And there's only like three of us there. It's like no one there. And it was perfect though because we just like chilled and meditated for like, you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And then we would talk about meditation. And I did that for, uh, I don't know, I think it was for like 10 weeks or 10 weeks or something, but it was so amazing. And it's really simple. I mean, meditation, to me, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it, but the most basic is just trying to sit quietly and uh, you could do it cross-legged or in a chair or whatever, and just like trying not to think, because when you try to when you sit and close your eyes, you're going to start thinking about stuff. So the key is just to not think and try to do it for like, you know, ten minutes, five minutes, twenty minutes. Some people do it for hours, but I don't know. I think it just really helps with uh, socializing. It helps with listening because you can learn to be more present. I would recommend just trying it out. It's a um, it's really good practice. I think uh, a couple things uh, I wanted to mention. A couple things uh, I talked about like earlier about getting a job that would help you socialize. Was it two years ago? It's been two years ago now. I was uh, visiting a friend out in, in uh, Pennsylvania, and I was out there all summer. And he told me he's like, "Hey, you know, if you want to." Make some money. You could use one of my cars for Uber because I was—I basically wasn't doing anything. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome." And uh, I didn't realize it, but I, I kind of got the job for Uber to just make some money. But I realized right away, I'm like, "Oh, this is such a great way to uh, work on social skills because you basically meet new people like every every like thirty minutes to an hour." I would recommend trying it out, like sign up for Lyft or Uber. 
just to work on your social skills. Uh, the way I did it is I found that maybe about uh, half the people who got in the Uber weren't particularly interested in talking. I know that sometimes when I get in an Uber, I don't really feel like talking, but sometimes I do, and I'm totally willing to like chat someone up. So a lot of times I would just be like, hey, how's it going? And they'd get in, and I'd be like, so how's your day going? And that's really all I did, and I would be able to tell right away if they want to talk or if they don't want to talk. And sometimes when they do want to talk, it's pretty like mundane, basic stuff. But other times, I'd say like, you know, at least once or twice a night, I would get into some like seriously deep conversations with people. And uh, man, I just thought it was it was a really fun experience to be honest. Like, be picking up. I would try not to pick up people too late at night because I don't really want to pick up drunk people. I'd usually quit around. I'd usually quit around eleven o'clock or ten o'clock. I remember one time I picked up this guy. He, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, can I smoke in your car? And I was like, uh, no, you can't. It's it's actually not my car. It's my friend's car. And he's like, dude, I'll give you twenty bucks. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, but you can only smoke half of it. <laughs> and uh, he's, I don't know. We just started talking, and he's like, yeah, I just uh, met this girl I used to go to high school with. I was talking to her on Facebook and. Um, I'm married right now, but uh, I don't know. I just wanted to meet up with her. He's like, I'm going to meet up with her at a hotel. So basically he's telling me how he's going to go cheat on his wife. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. It was just like an interesting conversation. I just, I don't know. I just talked to so many pretty, really cool people. And uh, I thought it was a really great experience. And I recommend giving it a shot, trying it out. If you've, uh, if you don't know how to uh, work on your social skills any other way, that's a really great way. So let's see. Next week, we're going to be talking about the logistics of saying hello to people, like the actual specifics, like mechanical little details about it. And um, we're also going to talk about, you know, how to contact information from someone else, how to like keep in touch, uh, how to maintain uh, contact or, you know, just uh, the logistics around that too, some spe- very specific stuff. I think that's all for this week. I hope uh, you guys have a great week. Go out there. Make sure you talk to at least one or two new people a day. Keep pushing the conversations a little further than than you are used to. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Take care.
Thanks for listening. And remember, my new book is available on Amazon, 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. So check it out. I think you'll like it. Uh, 101 Ways to Make Great Friends. And remember to give it a review. I'd appreciate it. Thanks a lot.